Welcome to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. I'm your host, Tari Kaya Allen Butler. I am a teen mom turned speaker, author, and mompreneur. My mission is to help you build healthy relationships with your children, level up your mindset, and achieve all you ever dreamed of and more. I will teach you how to level up your lifestyle in faith, family, finances, and fitness. Join me every Tuesday for the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. You will learn major keys to stop coming up short on your goals and start leveling up for the type of lifestyle you desire. Ready to level up? Let's do it. So let's hop into it. Hello, happy Tuesday, and welcome to tonight's Tuesday Talk. My name is Tari Kaya Allen, and I am a speaker and author of a book that I have out called Mom Keys to Mental Peace, 12 Tips to Become a Healthy Mom and Raise Healthy Children. And what I do is teach millennial moms how to gain confidence in who they are as a mom and teach them how to build healthy relationships with their children. So if you are a mama that did not come from um, an example of healthy relationships, whether it be mother-daughter, mother-son, whatever, if just your family dynamic was not a healthy example, then you are in the right place. Um, Our goal here is to become a progressing mom, not a perfect mom, because there's no such thing as a perfect mom or a perfect parent. Um, We will make mistakes. We will bump our heads. But this platform is here so that, you know, we can give some tips and tricks on how to make it through this motherhood journey the best way possible. Because if anyone, if you are a mom listening or if you're not a mom and you've seen motherhood, you know that it is not easy. Okay. So let's hop into our discussion for tonight. So tonight's topic is on girl mom tips, girl mom tips. So being a girl mom means that you are the first glimpse of what it looks like and what it means to be a woman to your daughter. Okay. You are that first example. You are that first glimpse of what in the world a woman is. So Um, I shared on my post yesterday about, you know, how we are our, our daughter's role model or their first glimpse of a role model. So you all know that I'm into my definitions and words because we can find a lot of revelation from definitions. So I took it upon me to look up what does role model mean? So a role model is a person looked to by others as an example to be imitated. A person looked to by others as an example to be imitated. So pretty much what I got from that is whether we want to be a role model or not, we are a role model (laughs) to our girls because they are looking at us and imitating our behaviors, our actions, our words, whatever we put out there, we are that model of what womanhood looks like, okay? Very, very heavy stuff. And um, the revelation that helped me to try to, you know, get my mental health and emotional health and everything together because I realized, hey, my little girl is looking at me um, to see how to be a woman. 
and I want to be the best example that I can be to her. Now, I did not have, you know, the best example um, growing up in my family of what, of, you know, what it means to be a woman or being taught about womanhood. But, you know, thank God for, you know, all the resources and conversations like this that I have, conversations with other moms. And there have been other women in my life who did um, represent a role model of womanhood for me. So it doesn't necessarily have to be your mom. It could have been an aunt. It could have been a teacher, a grandmother, anybody um, that was of superior womanhood to you that can teach and show you that, hey, this is what womanhood looks like. So just some questions to keep in mind. What did you learn about being a woman and who did you learn it from? And what will you teach your daughter about what it means to be a woman? How, what will she learn from you, from your example and how you're showing up? All right. So the first topic I want to hop into today um, as far as being a girl mom is on self-image, body image, and self-esteem. I feel like, you know, as a girl, as a woman, this is something that is a very, very heavy topic um, that a lot of girls and women deal with. Grown women and little girls. It just seems like self-image, body image, and self-esteem is just something that weighs heavy on us and we need to talk about and give tools on how to navigate this thing. So your self-image ref will reflect on your daughter. So how you feel about your self-image, how you feel about your body image, um, your self-esteem will be a reflection on your daughter. And I have an example um, of that from a story that I will share in regards to my daughter. So I do have one daughter. Um, she's four years old. Her name is Janae. And um, there are just little certain things that I noticed that she'll say um, when watching TV or if we're around at the park and around other little girls or something, she makes a comment about um, girls that have like long, flowy hair. In particular, um, more so like white girls or Hispanic girls. Just that long, flowy hair. Um, and she calls it, she says, oh, she has hair like Elsa or I want hair like Elsa. And when she makes those comments, I have like a little trigger memory of myself as a little girl. And I can remember desiring that same thing, y'all. It's so crazy. This is nothing that I've ever talked to my daughter about. This is nothing that I've ever expressed. This isn't even something that I've, you know, voiced and said out loud. Now, of course, as an adult and, you know, understanding the um, fullness of black beauty and black hair, you know, I do not have those thoughts anymore. But as a little girl at her age, I desire to have long, flowy hair like white girls or Hispanic girls. So. When she makes those comments, you know, that's just a little trigger of how our self-image can come off on our daughters or reflect on our daughters. And I haven't, again, like I said, I never even mentioned that to her. So to kind of help with that, I give her affirmations that, you know, your hair is beautiful the way that it is. Your hair can do so many tricks and tips and all of this, that, and the third. So if you're not familiar with the um, book Hair Love, I'm not sure the author but I love that book because it gave me a, a reference point or a pivot point to go to for her 
for those affirmations that she will understand in those moments where she feels like her hair is not beautiful um, being a black girl. So there's a part in the book where um, it shows like the little girl's hair is long and flowing. She just got it done, but then it rains and it shrinks up. So my daughter kind of gets upset <laughs> or you, you can tell she feels away when we wash her hair and it sponges up. But in the book, it says that, you know, her hair is magical. That's why it's able to do that. It's able to be long one moment and shrink and presto, you know, the next moment. So being able to affirm her in a way that she understands, I think helps with that self-image of her hair. And I'm very, very grateful for that. Hair Love is the name of the book. Again, I don't know the author, but I highly recommend it um, for your little girls to help her with self-image um, for her hair and in a way that she will understand it. Um, another way that I noticed that my self-image reflects on my daughter um, is as far as, you know, being a brown skin girl or a dark skin girl. So I'm always affirming her skin tone, just letting her know that it is beautiful, that her skin does not have to be a different color, that all skin colors are beautiful, um, you know, and especially affirming hers. So I can remember, again, when I was her age, not liking my skin or feeling that my skin was not pretty or desirable. Um, and I will never forget, my mom had bought me this ballerina Barbie cover. And at that time, Barbie had like three um, race dolls. It was like the dark skin doll, the light skin doll, and the white doll. So um, this time, my mom had got me the dark skin ballerina cover. And I will never forget, you know, looking at that cover and being so upset and thinking she got me the ugly doll. Y'all, it breaks my heart to <laughs> say that out loud. But, um, and I remember talking to my mama about it, like, I don't like this one. Can I get the, you know, white doll? And she sat me down and <laughs> gave me a word that, you know, this doll is not ugly. She is a reflection of you. Your skin is beautiful. Look how smooth and clear your skin is. Look how it glows and pops when it's moisturized and lotion. Like she really started to speak life into me. And if anyone knows, you know, Beyonce has that banger out of brown skin girl. So to affirm my daughter for her self-image of her skin color and complexion, we sing brown skin girl anytime that we're like putting on lotion or taking a shower just to affirm to her that, hey, your self-image is beautiful the way that it is. Mommy is working on, you know, loving herself and her self-image. So I want the work that I'm doing to reflect on her. Because again, as I said, your self-image of how you feel about yourself will reflect on your daughter. It's nothing that you have to say. It's nothing that you have to show her. Simply, you know, from the generational line and how you feel about yourself, it will show up in how she feels about herself too. Very, very heavy stuff to keep in mind for our girls. Um, when it comes to, you know, self-image and body image and self-esteem, constantly, um, let me see, where was I? I lost my point. Um, constantly affirm to your girls that they are beautiful without needing extra things. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with makeup. I mean, I have some on now. There's nothing wrong with weave. I have some in now. <laughs> but, you know, just let your girls know that they don't need those things to be beautiful. 
that if you don't have weave in your hair one day, or if you don't have a face full of makeup, that you are still beautiful. These are just things to enhance your beauty. They're not the make or break of how you look. I know there are some adult women today and some it's getting younger and younger for the girls that feel like they need to have these things in order to be beautiful or desirable. And, you know, with all the celebrities that we see on TV and social media that are constantly done up, these people have a whole team, (laughs) y'all, to help them get together. And that's just not reality. So make sure that you are voicing that to your girls, that they don't need daily, constant extra things on their body, on their face to enhance their beauty, that they are beautiful the way God made them, how they are, okay? Um, Constantly affirm yourself and um, your daughter's features to her as well. So, oh, wait, I'm losing my part, my point. One second. All right. So your daughter's beautiful without needing the extra things. We said that. Now, There are certain um, traits or body parts about us that we have simply based on genetics. So transparent moment for me. (laughs) Um, I know my family trademark for certain genetics is our... (laughs) That was a dish that dropped. I'm sorry, y'all. A genetic trademark that my family have is our large noses. My grandmother has it, my mother has it, my sister, my son, my daughter, like that's just clearly a family trademark. And as a kid, I was very insecure about it, very upset about it. And it took me to understand that the beauty in our family trademark, these large noses mean that, hey, you're connected to this family, that you're a part of this family that there's a generational DNA system that's very strong when it comes to this. And there's beauty in that. I know for me personally, I'm not getting any type of plastic surgery on my face. That's just gone out the window. Um, From the results that I've seen of other people, you don't look the same and you will never be able to look (laughs) the way that you did before. So I find beauty in my large nose and I speak that to my children to my daughter and let her know like, hey, this is our family trademark. Your face is still beautiful with this. There are people that have large eyes, people that have big lips, big ears, whatever the case may be (laughs) for your family trademark. Um, Any of those insecurities that you have, please be sure that you are not um, speaking down on them and that you are able to find the beauty in them and speak them to your little girl as well. All right. Um, Another family genetic thing that um, we struggle with is like our weight and sizes. I know my family, um, our weight can fluctuate. We can get really big or we can get really small. It really can go either way. So as far as that body image, you want to teach um, your daughter certain affirmations for certain things that they may not like about themselves. Because as a human, We find flaws. We have flaws. There are going to be things we don't like about ourselves. But that generational change um, that we're trying to implement into our daughters is um, reversing that negative talk. Yes, acknowledging the way we feel about it, but not staying in that place. So you can teach um, certain affirmations like, you know, I'm not at the weight that I want to be, but a number does not define my beauty or worth. 
Or you can teach things like, I'm going to put in the work that I need to, to reach my fitness goals. So it's just all about changing the narrative of what you're saying for those situations. Whenever you conquer your self-image demons, it starts a new positive generation, generational pattern of healthy self-image in your family. So again, it starts with you. You are that role model. You are that example. So any insecurities and things that you're struggling with, get those things together. Practice and talk about um, certain affirmations with your daughter so that you all can be on a more positive path. All right. Um, the next thing you want to do is make sure that you share your story with your daughter. Share your story um, from when you were a girl and as a woman with her. So if anyone has been listening or following me, y'all know um, that Iyanla Vanzant is a role model of mine. I know she's harsh. I know she can be <laughs> a bit in your face. But there is a method to her madness, and she has a lot of valid points for um, just certain life skills that we deal with. So um, a lot of the women that she interviews on her show, um, if, she'll, if she has their mom on there, and these are usually adults, she'll ask the mom, like, have you shared your story with your daughter? Does she know who you are as a woman? And most of the time, the mothers say, no, I didn't think to tell her my story or it was none of her business to know my story or my story is too dark. My story is too ugly. And um, when you don't tell your story, that means your daughter doesn't know a piece of you. We were all little girls and we were all women before we were mothers. So, you know, depending on the age of your daughter, it's important that you are sharing your story with her. Okay, remember how you felt um, about certain things when you were your daughter's age. So I look at my four-year-old daughter now and I see that she can be a busybody. <laughs> she is very talkative. She is very active. She loves doing crafts and all of this extra stuff. So I try to take my mind back to four-year-old Tari. Okay, what were you wanting at this time? You were probably very jittery and active and in your mama or daddy's face because you wanted their attention or you wanted to connect with them. And I will never forget, this is actually something um, with my dad. He was a huge um, sports fan. There was constantly some type of football or golf or basketball or something on our TV. <laughs> and um, we would play Uno together on the couch in the living room. And I will never forget being as young as four, my daughter age, um, us playing Uno, and I could feel the sense that he wasn't really paying attention to me or to the game or that he wasn't really engaged. Um, and I would just like, you know, throw out random cards to see if he would, you know, catch it or notice. And he was just kind of like, yeah, mm -hmm, and go back to watching the TV. So I have to catch myself in those moments because now the roles have reversed. And there are plenty of times that my daughter will come to me or talk to me or want to do an activity and I'm not fully engaged. So I have to have those moments where I remember, well, Tari, how did you feel at four years old when you were trying to get your parents' attention and they were off busy, you know, doing something else? So keep that in mind, okay? Share lessons that you learned from tough times with your daughter and share strategies that work for you um, for some situations that you made it in. So I understand, you know, our stories can be ugly. There can be a lot of things that um, we have been through. But when you share your heart and you share your story with your daughter, you're opening up to her and 
teaching her who you are as a woman inside. And when we share our story, it creates opportunity for connection and for you to appear more real, like a real person to her instead of just a mama. Like she can see you as a woman. She can see you as the girl um, instead of just mama. Because as I've shared um, in my book and I preach, we are more than just mamas. God created us for way more than just um, being a mama. And the perfect example for that, that I like to give, and I mentioned in my book is a tree. A tree does more than just, you know, sit and is planted. It's a shelter for animals. It can be shade. It can be nutrition. Depending on the tree, it can grow food for humans to eat. It can be a place for animals to eat. Like a tree is multiple purposes. Okay. The same for motherhood. So showing your daughter that you are more than just a mother creates opportunity for connection and closeness, all right? The next thing um, for Girl Mom Tips is to you want to help your daughter to find her purpose. So you want to hone into things that she's interested in. What does your daughter like to do? What does she not like to do? Um, ask her questions about certain things that she would like to try. Keep an open mind. So kind of how I shared... Um, about two weeks ago on the boy mom tips, you don't want to keep your daughter in this box of those typical expected um, activities or situations um, for her to, as far as like careers and things like that. There, the world is so open to opportunities. The world is so open to different things and don't allow your fears to come off on your daughter if she kind of has some pretty out there ideas or things that she wants to do. Let her explore those things. You just never know what will click and what can lead her into purpose. I know for me personally, I wanted to be a teacher originally simply because my mom was a teacher. I didn't necessarily have a desire for teaching or felt that that was my purpose. I simply was doing it because I saw my mama do it. And that's just what I knew. Um, so I did go to school, you know, to be a teacher assistant. And I just wanted to kind of get a feel of the classroom and see what was going on. But it was from me being a teacher assistant that I was navigated into purpose of speech therapy. So yes, you know, I still am in education. I still get to teach. But speech therapy is a completely different avenue than um, a classroom teacher. And I'm so grateful um, to God for the role models, the women who inspired me, who spoke to me and helped um, lead and guide me to speech therapy to go into that purpose. Um, so again, don't allow your fears to stop her <laughs> from moving into, excuse me, what she likes. I know that my daughter is, um, I noticed now that she um, wants a journal and she'll scribble like she's writing she oftentimes pretends that she's, you know, doing a talk show or talking. So I'm seeing that, you know, these are things that she's interested in. Of course, you know, she's copying from me, but who's to say which way God will take her interests or those gifts, you know, and I don't want to step in the way or feel like she has to do exactly what I'm doing. The goal, honestly, is for our daughters, or our kids in general, to go further than we did, to do more than we did, to be more successful than we are. And if I can be a part in that, then I want to be sure that I'm doing that. Um, allow as much grace for girls.
girls as we do boys, okay? I feel like the whole saying that, you know, girls mature quicker than boys, um, it sets this higher expectation on girls than boys. And I have heard um, some girls share this that grew up with brothers that my mama always expected me to clean and cook and do everything while my brother just chilled and didn't do much. Or my mama expected me to get all A's in school while my brother was able to just, you know, do the bare minimum and pass by. So give your girls just as much grace as you're giving these boys. Because at the end of the day, they are kids. They are children. It doesn't matter the gender, boy or girl. Everyone has to go through a learning process and a journey. So make sure that, you know, we do want to expect from our girls. We want the best for them. We want them to do their best. But make sure that you aren't as harsh on them or more harsh on them um, than boys are. Because it seems like boys get a little bit more grace when it comes to things like that. Okay. Um, and last but not least, in helping your daughter find her purpose, teach your daughter that her value is not in a man a career, things, or status. Her value is in who God says that she is, okay? Please, please, please teach these girls that a man does not um, have to be their savior, but also having that balance to where you're not teaching the whole, I don't need a man for nothing. Because that message, and I, I can speak on that, you know, <laughs> another day, but that message is um, unhealthy and distorting. So in no way am I saying, you know, teach your daughter to be independent and don't depend on no man or don't need no man. Yes, you want your daughter to have some self-sufficiency and be able to, you know, care for herself. But what I'm getting at is some, a lot of us, and I've been there myself, can get lost in a man to where you feel like, you know, you having a man gives you value. And if you don't have a man, then you're worthless. That's more so what I'm I'm getting at, okay? Um, also with careers and things and status, um, let your daughter know that it doesn't matter where she works, what career she chooses, what type of car, what type of home, what type of watch, what type of clothes, none of those things hold value onto who she is. It is solely in who God created her to be and who God says she is, okay? Make sure that you are very, very clear on that. I will say for me personally, um, that was not an example in my home. I did see an example or a role model that if you're with a man, then you are valuable if you have a man. And if you don't have one, then you need to get one quickly to get your value back up. I did see the example that if you have a foreign car or designer clothes or um, just nice things, that that means that you're a better person or a more sufficient person. And it wasn't until, you know, I got deeper into my relationship with God and saw who he said I was outside of all those materialistic things that I was able to find um, my value, which led me into my purpose. Um, which I feel is, you know, the mom keys to mental peace, baking cookies, speech therapy. You know, I was able to navigate to those things once I had all those distractions out of my head that I needed a man. I needed designer clothes. I needed a certain amount of money in my bank account. I needed to live a certain place in order to be valuable. Okay. So if you have not learned that for yourself, you cannot teach your baby girl that. So 
if that's something you're struggling with, I highly suggest that you do some soul searching and find your value outside of those things, okay? And last but not least, I think it's important to teach your daughter um, friendship tips. So, um, you know, I do have a background in education and we learned that boys, you know, younger boys, they have conflict, which is more like physical, um, you know, pushing, hitting, um, you know, shoving, things like that. But younger girls, their conflict is more like catty, where they gossip with each other or it's more emotional or it's more like, well, I'm not your friend today, but I'm your friend today. Like all of that, all of those things are, I feel like girls are very complex in their um, conflict. We can be catty. We can be, it, it can just go either way. So teach your daughter that it's not important to be popular um, and to value independence from peers. So this kind of goes back to the whole, you know, teaching her her value. If there's a girl or somebody that doesn't want to be her friend, teach your daughter those skills that you don't have to please everybody or everybody doesn't have to like you or you don't have to try to do things to fit in with other people. And I will say for me as a kid, I when I look back and reflect, I did a lot of that. I can think back as far as to when I was in preschool and I wanted um, this certain group of girls to be my friend. So I would want to wear certain clothes to school that I felt was, you know, would be cool to them. Even something as simple as like bringing fruit roll-ups for snack. I wanted to pack enough in my bag so that I could give one to um, this group of girls in order for them to be my friend, okay? Teach your girls that they do not <laughs> have to um, meet anybody's standard or do all of these works and things to be approved by somebody. It's okay if you're not popular. It's okay if somebody doesn't like you. As long as you are being yourself and you're being true to yourself, that none of that matters, okay? Um, teach your girls signs of healthy versus unhealthy friendships. So teach them that their homegirls should be giving them encouragement. They should be uplifting them, um, not talking down on them, not talking about them behind their back. Teach them the signs that if you do have a friend that talks about everybody else, they're most likely talking about you. Um, teach that, you know, friendship should be reciprocated energy. I cannot stand seeing like hierarchy friendships where it's like this boss chick and everybody else is following her and doing what she says. Ah, no, no, no. Teach your girls that the same energy needs to be reciprocated. If I'm showing up for you as a friend, I'm supporting you, encouraging you. Your friends should be <laughs> giving that same energy back. And if they're not, then that's a sign that they're probably not your friend. Um, model good friendship skills in your relationship with your daughter. So I'm all for the mommy-daughter relationship. And I know the good old saying <laughs> for those old school mamas. And if you haven't checked out the old school versus new school talk, that was my talk last week. Really good. I suggest it. But as the old school mama say, I'm not one of your little friends. <laughs> in this case, you it's okay to be um, your daughter's friend in certain situations. Again, you are that role model. And what is a role model? Let me go back. The person looked to as an example to be imitated. 
So your relationship with your daughter can be a reflection of what a good and healthy friendship can be. Um, so things like, you know, listening to your daughter talk, sharing advice or sharing your story and experiences, as I shared before, and showing mutual respect to your daughter. Um, those are some things that you can do to build that mother-daughter friendship relationship to where when she goes out into the world and ventures and connects with other women, she knows the positive things to look for as well as negative things to look for. And I think this is important because friendships and relationships can make or break your life. There's a saying that, you know, the top five people that you hang out with is a reflection of how your life is going to be. So I think the sooner that we teach the importance of friendships and relationships to our girls, that they can make those positive and, and right connections um, with girls for no matter how old they are, okay? Young to their adulthood. All right. So that is all that I have for you all today. I thank you all for tuning in with me. If anyone is interested in purchasing a book, I do have some on hand. Instagram, um, the link is in my bio. There's still the bundle deal going on. This is the last day for it. Um, for cookies, half off, excuse me. If you buy a book, you can get cookies for free. So the buy one, get one free. Um, and on Facebook, I will leave the link in the comments um, if you would like to purchase a book. But other than that, that is all I have for you all. Thank you so much for tuning in with me. And I pray that y'all have a good night. Bye.